Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. again that is the sound of rock cracking and what's different this time well it's the first time we've heard a sound of rock splitting politics in the month of february 2022 and uh, there's a lot of rock cracking when it comes to president joe biden uh elon musk did you <laughs> hear last week he tweeted that biden is a quote damp sock puppet unquote okay what is a damp sock puppet well we're going to talk about that today and we're going to get some clips from people who heard that tweet and what they had to say about it and we're going to dig into that and we're also going to uh, on the second half to show have a little bit update on crypto corner we've talked about cryptocurrencies here on this show just to give you some information and education and so many people are a little bit afraid of cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, and this DeFi economy that seems to be emerging. And we want you to understand that it is coming around and it's something you need to know about. Doesn't mean you have to participate, but you need to know about it. So we're going to uh, update you a little bit what's going on in the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency arena. So... Uh, stay tuned for the second half to show with that just to make sure you understand there is still a a vast industry that's building up and we're going to just touch base so you'll understand some of the things that are going on very important politically and conservatives need to be on top of this more than anyone else more than anyone else now <laughs> let's let me just go right to a, there's a Fox business show, a Larry Kudlow, called Kudlow. Who is he? Well, he was President Trump's main economic advisor, and we had a tremendous economy with uh, President Trump until COVID came along. And so l listen to his show last week. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Kudlow. I'm Larry Kudlow. So best line of today by far came from my hero, Elon Musk. You may recall he was Time Magazine's Person of the Year. At various moments, I have nominated him for Fed chairman and other big government jobs because he's a brilliant guy with a lot of real-world horse sense and a good sense of humor. So, after President Biden met with Ford and GM yesterday, talking about building more electric cars, and of course, he never invites Tesla to these meetings, never, even though Tesla vastly outsells Ford and GM, Elon Musk tweeted this quote, Biden is a damp sock puppet in human form. Elon went on to say that Biden's treating the American public like fools. Now, I'm not totally sure what a damp sock puppet is, but I have a feeling it's not a compliment, and I think it's a wonderful line, wish I had thought of it. 
Musk, by the way, has criticized Biden's big government socialist agenda, saying at one point we don't need any of it. There's an absolute truth. He also said we don't need any more electric car subsidies. Now, Musk took them in the past, but he's saying enough is enough. And I totally agree. In the Build Back Better bill from the House, families earning $800,000 a year were eligible for $12,500 in subsidies if they bought an electric car. Not much safety net means testing there. So much for a policy that's utterly ridiculous. By the way, to fully qualify, of course, the electric car and its batteries had to be built in union shops. Musk has moved a big chunk of his car business to Texas, which is a right-to-work state, and he'll be using non-union labor. I wonder if a family earning $800,000 could possibly buy an electric car without a $12,500 subsidy coming out of the pockets of middle-class working folks. In fact, the damn sock puppet is having an all-around hard time, not just that. In a recent poll from Politico Morning Consult, Biden just lost to a generic Republican, 46 to 37. And, of course, the usual litany of Afghanistan catastrophe, open border disasters, record inflation, parents, domestic terrorists, record crime, and now an unconstitutionally divisive ethnic and racial standard for an open Supreme Court seat, which, by the way, wouldn't even pass muster on a college campus. But now the damp sock puppet is in a brutal chess match with Vladimir Putin and seems to be losing. I hope he doesn't lose for America's sake. But right now he's certainly on his heels and it looks like time's running out. Well, like Larry Kudlow, I would like to have thought of damp sock puppet myself. Now, what a good term for uh, Joe Biden, damp sock puppet. Well, when you say the word damp you think wet, moldy? I mean, Joe Biden, when you look at him, as long as he's been around in the Senate since the mid-70s, yes, moldy is a word, damp and moldy. Uh, uh, it, just, it, just, uh, it just seems to go along, a damp a sock puppet. Well, now, if you're a sock, that's as far from the head as you can get, so is... Elon Musk saying that Joe Biden has some brainless uh, decisions. Well, <laughs> when you say we got to do something about inflation and you want to pump trillions of more dollars in the economy, which they want to do if they build back better, they want the, the social infrastructure bill that would flood trillions of borrowed money in like they've already flooded over $5 trillion since COVID started. In fact, that reminds me, let, let me play a clip there. I heard a, on a Robert Kiyosaki show. That's the Rich Dad, Poor Dad show. And if you're familiar with uh, his work, but very straightforward. And he had a guest on Peter Schiff is his name at last week. And let me let me just play this little clip uh, from the from their show last week on the Robert Kiyosaki. 
So Welcome to thanks. the show, Peter. Welcome. Yeah, well, thanks, guys, for having me on. And, you know, the interesting thing is I'm not doing anything differently because I've been preparing for this crisis for a long time. In fact, a lot of people were making fun of me because I've been preparing for so long uh, because they think that what I'm preparing for is never going to happen. Well, it's going to happen. It hasn't really started yet, but we're getting close. You know, the problem is the Fed's been operating its monetary policy while looking in the rearview mirror because they keep creating inflation, right? Printing money, quantitative easing, whatever you want to call it. And they keep printing more and more money. And they look in the rearview mirror and they look at the CPI. And as long as it's below 2% or some version of it is below 2%, they think it's okay to keep printing money. Meanwhile, they're ignoring the road ahead. They keep looking in the rearview mirror at these CPI numbers. Uh, and they kept, you know, printing money and inflating asset bubbles and distorting the economy and, and leading to these debt bubbles and letting the government get bigger and bigger and bigger, spending more and more borrowed money. And then all of a sudden they look in their, in the, in the windshield and they're staring at these big CPI increases. And their initial reaction is, oh, don't worry about it. Uh, it's nothing. And then after transitory. a few more months, well, transitory. you know, it's transitory. It'll go away. And now, They've got this huge problem, which has been inevitable for a decade. In fact, back in 2009, when the Fed first made the mistake of going down this road of quantitative easing and zero percent interest rates, I predicted exactly the predicament that they're now going into because they have this massive inflation problem. They can't do anything about it. They're talking about tightening up on policy. But what they're talking about doing is going from very loose policy to slightly less loose policy. They're not talking about tight money, which is what they would actually need to put out this inflation fire. But by light, by tightening up a little bit, they're going to prick the bubbles or they've already pricked the bubble. And you're seeing all these risk assets imploding right now in price. The economy is already rolling over into recession just because the Fed is supplying less monetary heroin than they were but the fact that they're still supplying some means that the inflation problem is going to keep getting worse. So this is the Fed's worst nightmare. It's stagflation. And the question is, what are they going to do? Well, that was a good question from Peter Schiff. <laughs> what are they going to do, the Fed? But the question is, we go back to the damp sock puppet. And we said that the sock is about the furthest away that you can get from the brain. So the damp sock puppet means we're not getting anything from the top to help control inflation he would not be trying to put it out the build back better program just look at the infrastructure bill 1.2 trillion dollars that the republicans helped to pass and some of you and some of your districts are glad it came through but you know it is filled with things that are not infrastructure and we're going to pay a heavy price for pumping money in. Do you know there's uh, <laughs> this infrastructure bill? Now, where did, what does it do with cell phones? Well, somewhere tied in there, and maybe it's not in that bill. But now, this is what, <laughs> there's so many free phones going out. And people are making money by selling the phones. They're getting paid by the government through the program to make sure anybody on a government, any kind of government assistance can get a free phone 
<laughs> but I can tell you, I know that there's a lot of government assistants who are getting one phone, two phones, and somebody else says, let me get you a phone because the people who are selling the phones get money for as many phones as they put out, and there's a lot of people getting one, two, and three phones. Well, they're free, so yeah, sign up for another one. Is the government keeping up with those records? <laughs> I'm afraid they're not. I'm afraid they're not. And uh, what is, <laughs> with a lot of free phones out there, what I mean is uh, they, anyway, I mean, that's our government. Same way as like flying flagrant illegal activity. And we don't have time to get on the show, but the, the fact that we have people who have an arrest warrant and they're using that arrest warrant they're illegal in this in this country and they come across the border instead of sending them back they put them on a plane their id is the arrest warrant and they're flying them in just like we saw on fox news in the middle of the night when nobody's around they fly them in they don't want anything filmed because the president of the united states is breaking his oath to keep americans safe he is breaking his oath, and he is not following the Constitution of the United States and the oath he gave. And that is one more reason why we have a damp sock puppet heading this country. And I'm sorry if I get a little emotional there, but he is not doing what he said he would do he said he'd bring america together he said he would reach out and he's not reached out he said it's my way to highway he talks about six million jobs how many are lost because of his mandate his vaccine mandate the united states supreme court has said no and yet it still exists he still pushes it you can't get out of the country without saying you got to have a booster to get back in time after time we've seen pilots I had to quit, forced to quit, not just pilots, but nurses and doctors, therapists. We have a country full of jobs that are waiting to be filled for by qualified people because good, experienced, qualified people were kicked out by this president. And when Elon Musk says, you're a damp sock puppet, he was being very nice. Okay. Wow. We're getting ready for a little break here. So uh, let me remind you, you listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. And I'm glad you're listening to us because we are talking about Elon Musk calling President Joe Biden a damp sock puppet. And there's a lot of reasons why. <laughs> you know, uh, and the president last week he he uh, he he didn't come out to Elon Musk, but he did talk about how good GM and Ford are doing for electric vehicles. <laughs> Not mentioning Elon Musk, Tesla, and it's uh, it, it's it's very funny. And we got some more clips. I got to play a couple of clips from. Uh, uh, Fox Business of uh, Varney Company, and and then we're going to get into some cryptocurrencies on the second half here. But let me remind you, you can go to Doc Holliday's uh, 
webpage, and it's www.docholiday.org. Holiday's got two L's in it. And uh, you can order a book called Bedrock Truth. Wrote that, I wrote that book along with Dr. Alveda King and Dr. Alex McFarland. If you don't have that book, you can order it right there on our website, www.docholiday.org. We're glad you're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. And we've been around for many years now, and we want to push America toward more freedom and more liberty. These vaccine mandates have nothing to do with liberty, and it's destroying our freedom. It's allowing our government to be more fascist. And when they talk about neo-Nazis like they're right-wing uh, right-wingers, no. Neo-Nazis are left-wing they're fascist. They're, they want to control. And they act like they're some right, right-wing nut jobs. Well, they're nut jobs, but they're left-wing nut jobs. Don't be putting that on conservatives. Hitler was a national socialist. Hitler was a national socialist. So don't call him a right-winger. He's a left-winger. And all these people who are voting for socialism and all these Democrats are saying, no, we aren't socialists, we're Democrats. Well, prove it. Kick the socialist out. Prove it. Kick the socialist out. Hey, we got, we got to get on with this clip of Elon Musk going back to calling Joe Biden a damp sock puppet. Listen to what uh, Mr. Varney said on Fox Business last week. Now this, President Biden met with the CEOs of General Motors and Ford yesterday. Let's talk about something else, because Elon Musk had a very interesting response to that meeting with GM and Ford. What did he say? Well, he doesn't like that he wasn't at that meeting right. because he sells more electric cars than GM and Ford. So he wrote this on Twitter. President Biden is a damp sock puppet in human form. I, I suppose that means he has no backbone. Um, GM and Ford are union shops. Tesla is not. The point of that meeting with the president was to sell, yeah. build back better. Look at all these yeah. tax credits that you get, over yeah. $12,000. But in the past, Musk has said he does not advocate for build back better. He says his industry does not need the government support. Yeah, but wait a second. Mm -hmm. General Motors and Ford are union shops. Yes. They get support from the, uh, from the president. They get these extra tax incentives. Mm -hmm. But Tesla does not. Because Correct. it's not a union. That's outright discrimination against a non-union shop. And that is exactly what's <laughs> happening. That is why Elon Musk was not at any of these meetings all along at the White House, because Tesla is not and probably won't be a union shop. And that's against what President Biden stands for. What? And he sells more EVs. I'm the with, pioneer I'm with in the Musk. space. Yet Everybody again. else is trying to catch up. Give me Musk. He should have a seat at the table. Absolutely, he should. Well said, Lauren. I like your opinions. <laughs> well, I like Lauren's opinions, too, but I also got to say... Uh, Varney really hit it right on the nail right there. And where is President? Where is President Biden? How did the Democrats like President Biden? Oh, they pushed him, pushed him. He got 81 million votes. 81 million votes. Did he really get 20 more million than <laughs> Barack Obama? Did he really get 20 more million votes than Barack Obama? The Democrats love him so much more than they do Barack Obama. Is that right? Well, take a listen to what... Uh, Varney also had to say last week about President Biden. The president travels to Pennsylvania today, his home state. He's talking up his own win on infrastructure. Should be popular, but he's getting the cold shoulder from some top Democrats. John Fetterman, he's running for the Senate. Josh Shapiro 
is running for governor in Pennsylvania. Both were invited to be photographed with the president. Both refuse. They say they have scheduling conflicts. You know, when you turn down a photo op with a sitting president from your own party in an election year, you know that Biden's in political trouble. Earlier this month, the top Democrat in Georgia refused to attend the president's speech in Atlanta on voting reform. Stacey Abrams also had a scheduling conflict. In Texas, Beto O'Rourke says he's not interested in getting help for his campaign from any Democrat. The party is walking away from its leader. Why? Well, first off, the president's approval rating is in the tank. You don't want a photo op with a failing president. Second, the party's split. The left doesn't want to be labeled Biden Democrat, and moderates understand that a Biden Democrat is a losing Democrat. That's why 29 House Democrats are leaving. It is 10 months to the midterm elections. If the president can't turn things around, the Democrats will surely lose the House and the Senate. Afghanistan, inflation, crime, the border, COVID, it's their own fault. It's their own fault. And then you look across these cities where the crime, murders uh, are going up and up and up and criminals, shoplifting, uh, people just pushing buggies and stealing and, walk, and going right out the door. And, and security doesn't stop them because the police won't come. And how long can a society exist? Look at the small business owners who need help. And yet what happens when, when people feel like they're stealing, they're breaking the law all around them? They think, well, who's got a gun or a knife? Do you want to go out shopping at places like that? Are you... Do you feel safe? Well, no, you just go back and go on Amazon or shop online, and it's hurting the businesses across the country. And we've talked about it before, all about the insurance of all the shoplifting. Well, the, the, the brick-and-mortar stores have to pay more because they got shoplifters. Do they have shoplifters online? No, I think not. And it's hurting the mom-and-pop stores all across this nation. And what is the Democratic Party doing? They're saying, we need more gun legislation. How about stop this bail reform? This bail reform is putting criminals back on the street and they're committing crime after crime and stop the criminals from coming across the border. Did you see last week one of the, one of the people on the, uh, on, on the FBI watch list? He came across the border. FBI did not want him in. ICE didn't want him in. And they flew him into Michigan, flew him into Michigan and let him go, let him go, just let him go. How many times can we keep voting as a nation for Democrats and when they are pursuing policies like this? Democrats go, well, I'm not that kind of Democrat. I'm not pursuing that. Well, if you're in a Democratic Party, stop it. Help stop the mess that you've helped create. I've said it, that socialism it's not for this a country. It's not for America. And the Democrats don't kick the socialists out. The socialists are going to kick the Democrats in their own head. Take that. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Now, uh, I said, <laughs> uh, let, let's look at America. Let's look at the world. And what's good happening out there? Well, we've told you we've had different special guests on this past year about cryptocurrencies about bitcoin about blockchain technology it's emerging and it's something that most americans have no knowledge very little knowledge of 
so that's why we've uh, tried to update you and I said especially conservatives need to know more about this new financial uh, happening of blockchain we need to know it and understand it as best we can so that good decisions can be made and there's good things happening in this field and you can't just leave it to the Twitter masters to the Googles and the Facebook because they've proven what they are they are liberals they are leftists they are people who do not respect free speech they do not respect free speech they shut people down and that's why you need to know about what's going on with the blockchain technology and we've had some shows you can go back and listen to the archives but one of our shows at in last year was looking at maybe cryptocurrency would have some kind of rebound during the christmas season and in the first of the year guess what it did not happen bitcoin has gone down and you know it had a high about sixty-seven thousand uh last year and since it hit sixty-seven thousand, it's dropped down to almost 30 it didn't get our way to 30,000 but uh 32,000 that's back up as we're recording around thirty-seven thousand dollars for one bitcoin and we told you bitcoin is just one and everything else basically is the granddaddy of them all that's what bitcoin was started after 2008-9 uh, Great Recession, so that central banks wouldn't be able to control an, uh, an economy as much if it's dependent on Bitcoin. You wouldn't have people controlling uh, the, this currency. It'd be uh, its own currency, and that's how it was set up. And there's a lot more that came after that called altcoins. Anything's not a Bitcoin, it's called an altcoin, and they have different um, degrees of success there's literally thousands out there literally thousands of them now and uh, you can make one yourself if you want to but you got to have a team that backs it up and we'll see whenever it gets to be hard times the cream will rise to the top just like amazon in, back in 2000 had that huge recession and all the dot-com companies explode imploded and Amazon, its stock price went way down, but it survived and built as a giant now. So some of these cryptocurrencies are going to be giants down the road. Now, which ones? Who knows? But that's that's what, when we look at the crypto corner, and I, I've told you about the different ones that are strong out there. you got Bitcoin. you got Ethereum. And it's, some people go, what is he talking about? But Ethereum is number two. You got Bitcoin. You can look at the top 100 coins. But then there's one that you see on our website. Just I want to point out that, uh, and that's one I do have some tokens in Harmony. And, and it's, uh, call letters are O-N-E. I'm not, I'm not saying go out and buy it. I'm not giving you any kind of financial advice. I'm not giving any financial advice. I'm just saying... If you want to learn about a simple cryptocurrency, that's one that has a system. It's its own blockchain, and there's a lot of different systems and blockchains out there. But this one that's simple, it's fast and quick as far as getting things done. So that's why uh, we put a place there where you can uh, click on our web page and find out more about it right here at uh, Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. 
but you need to know and keep up with what's going on a little bit and if you want to dig down in the weeds and do more that's okay too and but don't just write it off because when um when stocks if they fall like we heard on the little clip we played from the robert kiyosaki show with peter schiff thinking there's going to be a big crash coming i'm not predicting that but i'm just saying will it affect the cryptocurrency it'll pull it down this is what it's done before but eventually some people may say well a central bank doesn't control cryptocurrency maybe that's safer than what the central bank and the politicians handle now is it starting to make sense and come around that these cryptocurrencies are not influenced as much as central bank and politicians getting together and somebody always makes money it seems like the little guy never makes it and that's why they want to regulate cryptocurrency the democrats in control want to regulate and want to control and they will in some degree but stand up for the little guy that's what cryptocurrency is doing in many cases not all cases but let's say there's something good about standing up for the little guy and and then the giants not knowing what's going on and uh they maybe they someone's gonna want to squash it elizabeth warren wants to squash it she can't control it so she, she wants to squash it and maybe there's enough politicians out there that will try to have open mind and realize instead of trying to destroy something that is helping many americans maybe it should be like the internet in the 90s when they said no taxes on the internet. You know, it helped it survive and helped it to thrive. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. And we'll be back next week for another round of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Glad you're listening to us. Tell your friends and neighbors. And like we said before, you hear things on this show you won't hear anywhere else. And the uh, <laughs> last three words I'm going to leave you with is President Biden's new nickname, quote, from Elon Musk, Damp Sock Puppet. <laughs> okay, you heard it right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. See you next week. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week. We'll be right back.